This video is brought to you by Brilliant. Today, France gets its youngest ever Prime Minister as Macron reshuffles his government. Joe Biden rejects calls to sack his Defence Secretary and a notorious cartel leader escapes in Ecuador. From TLDR News, this is your daily briefing for Tuesday the 9th of January 2024. On Monday afternoon, French President Emmanuel Macron kicked off a long-awaited government reshuffle by announcing the resignation of his Prime Minister and Head of Government, Elizabeth Bourne. Resignation may be a polite way of putting it, as in her resignation letter, Bourne suggested it was not her preferred plan of action, referencing Macron's desire to appoint a new Prime Minister. On Tuesday, after a long delay, perhaps suggesting a lot of behind-the-scenes manoeuvring, Gabriel Attal was named as France's new Prime Minister. At just 34 years old, Attal will be France's youngest ever Prime Minister, and also its first openly gay one. He rose to prominence as government spokesperson during the Covid pandemic, and prior to appointment as Prime Minister, was Education Minister, a role in which he notably announced a ban on schoolchildren wearing the abaya. He's a close ally of Emmanuel Macron, ranks as one of the country's most popular politicians, and his appointment will fuel speculation that he could be a top contender to succeed President Macron when his term ends in 2027. The decision to replace Bourne, who was appointed Prime Minister after Macron won re-election in April 2022, is seen as an attempt to relaunch Macron's government for its final three years after a series of difficulties and crises. Despite being re-elected, Macron's centrist alliance would lose its parliamentary majority just a few months later, at the June 2022 legislative elections, making the passage of his flagship reforms incredibly difficult. As Prime Minister, Bourne used Constitutional Article 49.3 to force the unpopular pension reform through Parliament without a vote last year, and the government's controversial immigration bill only passed after lots of wrangling with right-wing and far-right lawmakers who eventually supported it. Ultimately, this weakened Bourne's position, and from that point it seemed like her eventual departure was inevitable. Despite Attal's popularity and the desire for a fresh start, he ultimately faces the same challenges as Bourne, the main one being a National Assembly in which the Macronist alliance is the largest grouping but does not have a majority. As for the reaction of opposition parties, in response to Attal's nomination, Socialist Party leader Olivier Faure called Attal a great communicator but a minister without a track record, occupying ministries for five or six months before moving on. Meanwhile, Jean-Luc Mélenchon said the office of Prime Minister is disappearing, suggesting that Attal will simply act as a spokesperson for President Macron. There's more on the way, but be sure to subscribe and ring the bell to make the daily briefing part of your daily routine. Or just search for us on your podcast app to listen along. Loose bolts have been discovered on a number of Boeing 737 MAX 9s during inspection by airlines, ordered after part of the fuselage fell off a plane during an Alaska Airlines flight last week. The incident, which fortunately ended with a safe landing back in Oregon, prompted the US Federal Aviation Administration, or FAA, to ground 171 of the same planes, the Boeing 737 MAX 9s. 
Since then, Alaska Airlines has said it's found some loose hardware on some of its MAX 9s, while United Airlines said it found some bolts in need of additional tightening around the door plug, which is used to seal unused exits on planes and was the part that was dramatically ripped off mid-flight. The 27kg door plug fell and eventually landed in an Oregon teacher's backyard. The discoveries put even more pressure on US aerospace giant Boeing, which was already left facing questions after the Alaska airline incident. Boeing said, safety is our top priority, and we deeply regret the impact this event has had on our customers and their passengers. For now, the planes remain grounded while investigations continue until the regulator deemed the 737 MAX 9s safe to fly. US President Joe Biden has rejected calls to sack his Secretary of Defense Lloyd Austin after it emerged that Austin had been hospitalized for days without informing the White House or the public. Last week, it was revealed that Secretary Austin had been put into intensive care on January the 1st, following complications following an elective medical procedure in late December, with his duties being transferred to Pentagon Deputy Chief Kathleen Hicks, who reportedly was not told why Austin was absent until January the 4th. It was on that same day, three days after Austin was hospitalised, that the Pentagon finally informed President Biden and the White House and then released a public statement on the 5th of January. Austin, who is now out of the ICU but remained working from hospital as of Monday, admitted that he could have done a better job ensuring the public was appropriately informed, adding, I commit to doing better. At a time when the US is juggling multiple security crises, including the conflict in Gaza and wider Middle East, Austin's undisclosed absence naturally raised concerns and appeared to be a breach of protocol for cabinet officials. As such, a number of Republicans called for Austin to lose his job. Biden's press secretary said the president continues to have complete confidence in Lloyd Austin, and the White House said it would review its procedures so that we can learn from this and see if any processes need to be modified. Ecuador is on high alert after a notorious gang leader has escaped from prison, prompting President Daniel Noboa to declare a state of emergency. More than 3,000 police officers and armed forces members have been deployed to track down Jose Adolfo Macias, also known as Fito, leader of the Los Choneros cartel, after he vanished from Guayaquil prison on Sunday. The 60-day state of emergency includes a nightly 11pm to 5am curfew, and President Naboa said it grants the security forces all the political and legal support for their actions. He also said on Monday that he had authorised security forces to take back control of the country's prison system, which has been lost in recent years. Fito was sentenced back in 2011 to 34 years in prison for crimes including murder and drug trafficking, and his escape comes as Ecuador continues to struggle with a security crisis that's seen the country go from one of the region's safest to one of its most deadly. Insecurity and violence was a major theme in this year's election, which was marred by the assassination of a presidential candidate, allegedly by criminal gangs. And finally, we end with the news that the South Korean parliament has approved a bill banning the slaughtering and selling of dogs for meat. The centuries-old practice has already become increasingly rare, with younger people in particular turning away from it as they consider dogs more as pets than food, and are concerned about the welfare of dogs in dog farms. 
The legislation will take effect in 2027 and make it an offence to raise or slaughter dogs for consumption, as well as selling dog meat. Those slaughtering dogs could face up to three years in prison. Support for the ban has gained momentum under President Yoon suk Yeol and his wife, who vocally opposes the practice, and the bill was passed overwhelmingly in Parliament on Tuesday. As we step into 2024, many of us are contemplating our New Year's resolutions, always looking to improve ourselves and learn more about the world around us. And while our content is always a good starting point, a lot of stuff we talk about can seem pretty complicated, especially when we dive into analytics and detailed data. But luckily there's a fun and easy way to learn more, which also doesn't cost thousands of dollars or take years and years of schooling. That's because Brilliant is the best way to learn maths, data science and computer science interactively. And the good thing is, it doesn't take long to learn either. These complex topics are broken down into small but accessible chunks, designed around your busy schedule. Even just a few minutes a day can help you with accumulating new knowledge over time in a fun and engaging way. As time goes on, you'll also get used to that empowering feeling of learning too. Because Brilliant isn't just about memorization and lectures. Brilliant teaches you by doing, using active learning techniques to teach you the principles behind otherwise quite complex subjects, and ensuring you actually understand what's going on. So, whether you want to brush up on your basic math skills, improve your employment prospects, or just have another New Year's resolution for 2024, you can check out everything Brilliant has to offer free for a full 30 days by going to brilliant.org forward slash TLDR. Plus, the first 200 of you will get 20% off Brilliant's annual premium subscription. Thanks for your support.